Hey everybody, welcome back to Heck versus Hell, where the truth we tell. So today, jumping straight in, you know, I don't want to waste no time. I'm sure you don't want to hear all that extra nonsense I got to spew. Today we're going to go and add to the last episode about the killing of people pleasing. So a part two, if you will. And on that episode, if you didn't hear it, we talked about confrontation and the damage that people pleasing causes. Ooh, ooh, we went deep in that one. See, I made a decision right before I recorded that last episode that I was going to be a man. That I was no longer going to be a boy and and I wasn't going to conform to the, the norm that I was used to of people pleasing. So in doing so, I made that decision. Snap of a finger, just like that. That's when I decided no more people pleasing. If you heard that last episode, I hope you're on this journey right along with me. And you made a similar decision or you made the same exact decision. That you were going to stop people pleasing. See, a part of why we do it is to try to be peaceful, peacemakers, if you will. Try to avoid conflict or confrontation. And that's what we got into last episode. We went into how confrontation is very essential. It's a very critical tool that we all need because if you don't confront something, then you're in agreement with it. So, come to find out that your inner circle is the hardest people you will have to confront. And a lot of them, when you start to do that, when you start to really feel that change and be that change, you'll act accordingly. I decided I was going to be a man. I decided I no longer was going to be a boy. Because of that decision, I started to act like a man. And I wasn't tolerating people's nonsense. I wasn't going and people-pleasing or sugarcoating so people could be okay. I was going to tell it like it was. If you need to hear some truth, I got it for you. I'm not going to go out of my way to just be, you know, really rude about it. I'm going to give it to you how it's meant to be given to you. In the most neutral form I can do it. But that right there is a confrontation. That starts to set up boundaries within yourself because of that beingness that I'm now operating in. We'll go more into that later about... Being, because we are human beings, we have the ability to be and identify with what we choose. I identify as a man. Moreover, I identify as a man of God. So, being that I was so used to people pleasing and trying to please and trying to make sure I'm doing right by this person or this person... And uh, being a pushover, if you will, I made the decision that I was going to change that information I was operating off of, that uh, habit I was operating off of, into something much more beneficial. 
Like I said, I now identify as a man of God, so I'm no longer a people pleaser. I'm a God pleaser. Woo, let me say it again. I'm a God pleaser. See, whether you who are hearing this right now or anyone around that's hearing this, me speak on this, like the message I'm giving or not, that's not my business. I'm in the business of making sure I put it out there and making sure whoever needs to hear this, that seed is planted for all the glory of my father. So in doing so, I'm looking to see if I'm God-pleasing. I'm not going out here and trying to sugarcoat this truth to give it to you. I'm giving it to you raw. See, you may not like it. You may not like hearing that you've been acting like a a child because you've been people-pleasing. But it's the truth. See, one of the things that I came to understand, because Jesus, when he walked the earth, we're going to get a little biblical here. You know, it's up to you if you want to hear it or not. But Jesus, when he walked the earth... He came and he rebuked people. He condemned people. And it was hard for him to do that. His purpose when he came the first time wasn't to condemn people, to let everybody know, oh, you're going to hell, you're going to hell, you're going to hell. He came to save people. He came to make people aware of the mistakes they are making. To give people growth and derutation of the problems that they are operating off of. And in doing so, he did it with tears in his throat, tears in his eyes, choking back tears. But he gave it to them how he needed to give it to them. He wasn't over here saying, you know, maybe maybe you shouldn't do that or, hey, it, it's a good suggestion if you didn't do that. No, he spoke with authority and assertiveness. And I bet you he tried to hold his tears back. I bet you as he said that, he tried to... He probably cried, actually. You know, I wasn't even there. And that could have been why people didn't take him so seriously. Maybe they saw him as weak because in every society known is if you show emotion, you're weak. So maybe people took him for a week whenever they saw him cry. Maybe he didn't cry at all. He even, he even uh, rebuked his closest disciples. You know, I don't know if everybody knows the walking on water story. But in that story, he rebukes one of his closest disciples for not having faith. He said, ye of little faith. And that was such a beautiful story. That's one of my favorite stories, actually. Um, I implore you to go check it out yourself if you don't know about it. And if you don't want to check it out, let me give you a little brief about it. So they had just fed 5,000 people. Jesus multiplied the bread that they had with very little food. They made it enough to feed over 5,000 people. He then sent them into across the lake, into the lake, 
and they were already like a couple miles out and he was praying in the mountains and it was dark and he had walked on water and they thought it was a ghost. They didn't know what they were seeing. And Jesus called to that disciple and that disciple, when his eyes were set on Jesus, he jumped out. No hesitation. He jumped out of the boat and he started walking towards him. When he did that, he wasn't focused. His, his focus wasn't on, oh my gosh, will I sink? Will I this or will I that? He's seeing Jesus do it. So he jumps out and he is confident. He's not focusing on can I do it or can I not do it? His focus is on seeing that it's possible and doing it. Once he started to sink, he looked around and see, he was just doing it. But when he started focusing on the hurdles that he was already overcoming, he started to sink. See, we need to train our focus. My focus now isn't on what problems am I going to cause or what relationships could this truth Tear down. What bridges will I burn? No, no, no. My focus is on the end goal. On making sure I make to the gates of heaven and get that good job, that well done. To make sure I please God every single day. That's what I'm focused on. When we start to focusing on the problems, that's where our mind will be. And it's okay to take one step at a time. You know, if there's one confrontation that needs to be done, it's okay to do it. But focus on what it's going to achieve. Not on what the possibility of what it couldn't achieve. You see, once you start setting up those barriers, those boundaries... Showing people you are no longer tolerating what you've been tolerating. Oh, you'll see so many people will drop out of your life. And I know you probably didn't want to hear that. But let me tell you this. The people that drop out of your life because the boundaries you set up are people that benefited from you not having any boundaries. Oh, Let me say that again. The people that dismiss themselves from your life, that don't like that you set up boundaries, are the people that benefited from you not having any boundaries. Mm. So that's also called a standard. A standard of what you will and won't operate. If you go... To a restaurant, five-star restaurant, and they come out with, you ordered a T-bone steak or a filet mignon, whatever it is you ordered, and they come out with like a little hard shell taco, and they place it in front of you. Will you tolerate that? Will you be okay with it just to avoid conflict, quote unquote, because it's what you're paying for. You're paying for it. 
T-Bone Steak or Filet Mignon. They just brought you a little hard shell taco. Will you accept that? Will you be okay with that? Or will you say, hey, excuse me, this is not what I ordered? Are you such a pushover that you're going to get taxed for the the steak, the meaty steak, and you're not even going to receive it? And you're going to walk away probably still starving. Are you that much of a pushover? Oh, I'm sorry, people pleaser. That you will tolerate that. See, I wouldn't do that. Before, I would. Before, I'm not going to lie to you. I would. I would uh, be way too timid to speak up. You know? I would be way too timid to, to say, hey, um, I asked for no onions. You know, you, you never know. I used to be that type that if I'm allergic to a type of food and they accidentally put it in my food, I would just not eat. Okay, well, cool. I guess uh, we're going hungry tonight. I guess we're having sleep for dinner. See, I'm saying that to say that change is possible. But you are not you when you're people-pleasing. It's okay to be meek and humble. But why accept something if that's not what you deserve? I mean, if you think you deserve to go and and accept that taco because that's what you're worth you know it's okay this is what i deserve i'm i'm a horrible person they should tax me for that steak while i eat this little crunchy taco that's not even gonna be an appetizer for me that's what i deserve if you truly believe that hey then by all means but i'm here to tell you it's not what you deserve so you deserve greatness Because there's something within you, not in front of you, not beyond you. There's something within you that is a call to greatness. Whether you've seen it or not, whether you felt it or not, whether you know it or not, you have a call to greatness within you. And finding that call out... And knowing that that's who you're meant to be, who you were always meant to be. That's always who you were. Oh, your whole life will change. See, I was always meant to be a man of God. I wasn't aware. There was a time where I was over here to the brink of atheism. I was over here trying to find... Ways that I could be God myself. You know, I was horrible, horrible path. But I was always meant to be a man of God. This is where my happiness resides. This is where I feel me. And there's somewhere in your life that you maybe have yet to find an area that you're meant to uncover within you. Because of all the stuff you have stacked on you. Because, don't get me wrong, that people-pleasing came from somewhere. Like I said in the last episode, that people-pleasing came from an event or a trauma or a way you were taught, maybe. 
you know, and school system can have a lot to do with that. You know, raise your hand, don't speak unless spoken to, don't speak out of context. You know, there's a lot of things that could have affected who you are. Oh, I know a couple of them. I know a couple of them for myself. (laughs) But I'm not here to talk about me. I'm here to give you that message so you can uncover it in yourself. See, every step we take forward and this decision of no longer people pleasing that I hope you take with me is a step forward. Let me rephrase that. It's a step within. It's a step you getting closer to your core. Mm. You have to set up those boundaries. You have to have a standard of what you tolerate. You can't just be so people-pleasing that you'll accept anything. You know, because in reality, and this may sound really harsh, but that could be the reason you get cheated on. That could be the reason that you're the teacher's pet. Or that could be the reason that everybody piles everything to you when you're working. Or that you're the person that just takes out the garbage. And you're the person that they send to do the worst jobs. And I get that. You know, sometimes there's things you have to do that you don't want to do. But when it gets to a point where they're just using you as the yes man, as the, hey, he'll do anything I say, like that one story I've, I've told you about, that's, that's not okay. That's not healthy for you. That's uh, going to cause a lot more situations. And it's better to avoid them by putting up that standard and cutting it, nipping it in the bud than to go through that process and be there where you have to roar, you know? And and don't be thinking about the used-to-be's because used-to-be's don't make no honey. I know that was a double negative, but you get my point. Don't be dwelling on past relationships or past times because it might have never been you. It may have just been a season in life. Be grateful for it. You know, and those people that stick around when your boundaries are up, that's awesome. Mess with those people. Be grateful for those people. For understanding, unless they're a people pleaser themselves, and that's why they're okay with it, you know, you know, shoot this over to them and <laughs> help help them grow as well. You know, find a buddy, someone to keep you accountable. Go and do things that are out of your comfort zone. See, everybody's so stuck and used to being in a bubble. Go out of your way to to put yourself in those positions. You know, you will be put in those positions, whether you ask for it or not, if that's what you're choosing to change. But go out of your way to do it yourself. Be that committed to change. Because obviously what you're doing now isn't working. Obviously, it's a problem that needs to be handled. 
And that's why you're listening to this. That's why you made it this far. So don't do it for me. Don't do it because I asked you to. Do it because it's what you deserve. This is going to be a shorter episode, and I hope this message blessed you. And if you need any help, like I said, hit us up on email, by email, at flipthetheswitch at reborn.com. That's F-L-I-P-D-A-S-W-I-T-C-H at R-E-B-O-R-N dot com. Sorry, I've never done that before. And send us an email, you know, ask for help or ask on a subject you want to get better in. You know, and it's okay to reach out. You know, I'm not going to tell anybody, hey, you know, that guy, Mark, you know, he emailed me and uh, he asked me for help. Get a load of this guy. No, because I've been in your shoes. I know what it's like to suffer. I know what it's like to struggle. And through my experiences, I want to use them as my testimonies that I may help you through your experiences. See, it's always easier when you talk to someone that they know what they're doing than trying to find it out for yourself. Like I said, I hope this blessed you. I love you all, and I hope you have a great rest of your day.